There's a lot of things in this old world That just do not make sense Like why there's so few believers on the firing line While so many others sit the fence But if you want to know where the word of God stands And believe it wants to use your feet and hands It's time to take your faith out of the seats And into the streets And come along with me If you only look, then you will see On WCN-TV Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. Uh, this is Tuesday, April 5th, 2022, and this is WCN-TV for today. I've been away for a few weeks, and I want to thank Dr. Mike Spaulding for holding down the fort while I was gone. Uh, but Lord willing, I should be with you for at least the next couple of weeks. I've been very busy lately as we have just wrapped up the, uh, the last issue of our 22nd year of publishing Wisconsin Christian News. Our next edition, coming out soon, will be the first of our 23rd year of publishing. And the next issue is going to be power-packed with information you need. So if you're not yet a subscriber, I would encourage you to do that. Um, become one in time to get the next issue delivered to your door. Um, we'll be covering more vital information and topics than I can mention here, including uh, an exclusive expose on the World Economic Forum that you don't want to miss. You can subscribe and get either the print or online memberships or both at our website, wisconsinchristiannews.com. With us on the show today is Doug Hagman, a private investigator and the host of The Hagman Report, a show that I watch every day, and I personally recommend it to you. It's the HagmanReport.com, Hagman with two N's on the M, on the end, thehagmanreport.com. There you go. And Doug, if you'd hang in there for a few minutes, I just want to make a few comments and ease us into this uh, uh, list of topics we have for today. Sure. Just a brief correction. It's hagmanreport.com. No V, otherwise you'll, you'll get a uh, 404 error, but that's fine. You know what? I watch you on Rumble because it's easier for me. So, <laughs> so But I would have figured it out. All right. Hagman, hagmanreport.com. In fact, my phone has it memorized. I just start typing and it, it, it takes me right there. So anyway, so as you look around at the world and all the things that are happening right now and all the nonsense we've lived through these past two years, do you ever feel like you're living in a movie or some sort of theatrical performance? Everything is orchestrated. Everything is staged. We've learned, or we should have learned by now, that nothing we hear from the mainstream media or government or health officials can be trusted. So if we want the truth, we have to dig for it for our, on our own, by ourselves. Saul Alinsky, in his book Rules for Radicals, stated, a tactic that drags on too long becomes a drag. And now, as more and more people are waking up to the fact that the entire COVID narrative was a scam from the start, and as the truth comes out about COVID and the subsequent kill shots they want everyone in the world to take, I think people are starting to get it. Millions are pushing back now, finally. But us peasants are just pawns in this game, just the extras in the movie that we're living in, and we are expendable, in case you didn't know. But a lot of us have been troublemakers. So now the stars of the show, the New World Order globalists, have eased off the COVID thing a little bit. But don't worry, it'll always be with us, even if it's only in the background for now. A couple of weeks ago, I was uh, traveling. I was on a commercial airline flight, and I had my required mask down around my chin the whole time. Nobody said a word about it. Even the airlines and the flight attendants are sick of this nonsense. 
But just as the COVID thing has started to wear thin, a lot of new things are popping up and taking center stage, drawing our attention away once again from what's really going on behind the scenes. And we're going to be talking about some of those things today on this show. But I want to make clear to you that our government is not here to help us. You know, that's the one thing they're supposed to be doing to keep American citizens safe. Instead, we are just their guinea pigs. This is not the first time our American government has harmed and killed its own people for the sake of experimentation. And I'd like to give you some history on all that. So, Doug, bear with me. Folks, bear with me in the audience. And by the way, people in the studio audience, thank you for joining us. If during the show you have comments you'd like to make, uh, just raise your hand. There's a little hand button you can click, and I will do my best to come to you um, for your comments. Um, If I don't do it right away, it's not because I'm ignoring you. It's because I'm not used to this. I've been away for a few weeks. So, anyway, let's go back to the Tuskegee experiment. That was conducted by the U.S. Public Health Service and the CDC from 1932 until 1972. Our government enrolled impoverished African-American sharecroppers from Macon County, Alabama, in this study. They deliberately infected them with syphilis to observe the natural history of untreated syphilis. The black men recruited for this study were poor and were only told that they were going to be receiving free health care from the government. They were also told the study would only last six months. Instead, it lasted 40 years, causing the death of 128 of the 600 participants. None who were infected were ever treated with penicillin, even though that was readily available by the mid-1940s. In 1943, researchers at the University of Cincinnati Hospital kept mentally disabled patients in refrigerated cabinets for 120 hours to study the effects of their disorder. By the way, these same things were taking place at the same time in Nazi Germany. In 1947, the CIA used human subjects to study the effects of LSD without the subject's knowledge. And this went on for many years as well. Then in 1948, the US government paid the government of Guatemala to allow American doctors to purposely and secretly in fact, Guatemalan people with a variety of sexually transmitted diseases, some of them deadly. From 1950 to 53, the U.S. Army released chemical clouds over six American and Canadian cities. Many citizens became seriously ill with pneumonia-like illnesses. In 1953, the CIA conducted an experiment known as Operation Sea Spray, In this, um, nearly a million people in New York and San Francisco were exposed to airborne poisons, dumping it on the two cities to study the effects on the citizens. Let's continue. 1955 and 56, the U.S. military dispersed over 300,000 mosquitoes infected with yellow fever from aircraft over Georgia and Florida. You can find out more about this if you look up Operation Big Buzz. And then in 1957, the U.S. military experimented with 29 nuclear explosions in the desert outside of Las Vegas. This resulted in over 32,000 cases of thyroid cancer among civilians. In 1965, our government launched Operation Big Tom, spraying Hawaii with bacillus, which weakens the immune system. A year later, bacillus was pumped through the ventilation gates in the New York City subway system exposing one million people to that bacteria. In 1978, the CDC began conducting experiments on people in New York, Los Angeles, and San Francisco, giving them the hepatitis B vaccine. Homosexual men were used as guinea pigs, and by 1983, 30% of them were HIV positive. In 1990, over 1,500 black and Hispanic babies were injected with the measles vaccine. Parents were not informed that their kids were being used as test subjects, and many of those babies died. Then in 2000, the U.S. Air Force and Lockheed Martin teamed up with Loma Linda University. They paid 100 Californians to consume a dose of percolate, a toxic component of rocket fuel that causes cancer, damages the thyroid gland, and hinders normal development in children and preborn babies. The test subjects were given a dose every day for six months without being told what they were taking. 
So it shouldn't surprise anyone that we've been experimented on again these past two years, only this time it's been the whole world. And we should note that this is the first time in history that the whole world has been able to be this effectively controlled by so-called government and health officials, experts. They're not even trying to hide their tactics anymore. Their goal is to force inject every man, woman, and child on the planet with an experimental drug that's now been proven to have 1,291 adverse side effects, including, of course, death. And the jab makers knew about all this before they started injecting people. They'd hoped to hide that information for 75 years, but now the information is out. Anyway, for now, they're opening up the pressure gates uh, of COVID and easing up their stranglehold a little bit. But with these people, it's always two steps forward and a half step back. Lockdowns are coming again, and the squeeze next time around will be harder than ever. Just watch and see. So anyway, I've said enough for now. You get the idea. Doug, you've been really patient. Thanks for hanging in there with us. And what's on your mind today? Well, uh, thanks, Rob, and, and welcome, everyone. And I'm glad you went through that. You set the stage really nicely for what I've found in, in my investigations. You know, um, I have to thank you and Wisconsin Christian News, the, the newspaper, as well as the, the TV. But the newspaper, you know, um, I began writing about uh, Hunter Biden's laptop and about uh, even about Ukraine, uh, I, I think, before it was popular, okay, uh, before it was accepted as real news. And Wisconsin Christian News had the, um, had the uh, integrity to publish what I wrote and the faith in me as an investigator. So I, thought, I want to thank you for that. But what you mentioned brings, um, brings kind of everything together. <clears throat> Excuse me. The, uh, where we're at right now with Ukraine, with um, the uh, uh, SARS-CoV-2 virus, uh, which I've written about, the, uh, uh, the mutagenic jabs, uh, and the laptop, they all have connections. They all have certain connections to where we're headed. And, you know, where, where we're headed right now, and I opened my show, or uh, I opened my show today by saying that the chaos that is about to be unleashed here is unlike anything that the world has ever seen before. The technocrats that have, that had this incremental change in mind in store for us um, had to change plans. And they've witnessed the blowback. They've witnessed the Canadian truckers, for example. But so many people, thanks to your publication, this program, and programs like this, now know who, for example, uh, Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum is and what the World Economic Forum is, and George Soros and, and Open Society and the CFR, Bilderberg Group, all of these. And, but, but more importantly, or equally important, they know about the Hunter Biden laptop before it was... Uh, it used to be fake news. Now they admit that it's for real. The importance of that um, is that what we're seeing right now is a takedown. A, a, as I mentioned, this chaos is coming. It's coming in the form of a takedown of the United States in a couple of different ways, I believe, based on my investigation. Uh, number one, they've got to get rid of Biden and Kamala Harris. Why do I say that? Because uh, they've served their purpose. There's something worse coming than Biden and Harris. That oh, yeah. I, I'm surprised they've lasted as long as they have. Okay, exactly. And how they're going to do that, in my estimation, is through the Hunter Biden laptop. The fact of the matter is there's a seated grand jury right now in Delaware that is preparing to indict Hunter Biden for tax evasion, for uh, money laundering, for uh, FARA violations, the Foreign Agent Registration Act, and political corruption. That will, that will entangle uh, uh, Joseph Robinette Biden, Mr. Marvels, as I call him, uh, into the scheme, and the entire Biden family into the scheme. Now, Harris is another, another part of this altogether. Outside of that, that is going to be something, I think, totally different. But what we saw with the scandemic or the pandemic, and how this all plays together as the efficiency of the pandemic war and as people's um, 
people began getting sick and tired of wearing masks and, and being told to take the jab and this and lockdown six feet apart, six, you know, whatever the case might be. They realized that they had to change tactics. Well, enter Ukraine. Ukraine has always been the playground of the oligarchs, in my view, and based on what I've seen. Ukraine is a very corrupt country with very corrupt people. Go back to, uh, uh, to 2009. Uh, you know how we talk about the Great Reset and, and how we're looking at the Great Reset. Well, remember in 2009, it was in March. Remember when uh, Hillary Clinton, as Secretary of State for Obama, went to Russia with that red reset button and uh, was going to press that reset, wanted Russia to press that reset button that, uh, that would reset their relationship. And, of course, that never happened. And I, I might add, they mistranslated the word reset in Russian to overpriced, which or overcharged. So um, that's kind of interesting, but, but a side note. But what we have right now is a serious threat of an indictment coming against Hunter Biden coming out of Delaware, citing evidence from the laptop. They've got to use evidence from the laptop. And that laptop, by the way, I've got two copies in my office. Well, let me rephrase that. I had two copies in my office. I have copies elsewhere. Uh, but I do have a copy in my office. So I'll, I'll gladly give to an F, any FBI agent uh, that does want to come in here and uh, uh, you know, store in my place. So he can take it out as a uh, parting gift. But the fact right. of the matter is, on the thousands, tens of thousands of messages, emails, aside from the perversity, is evidence of a multi-million dollar influence peddling scheme that involves Ukraine, involves Russia, involves China. It involves Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Jim Biden, the brother, and also uh, the whistleblower, Tony Bobolinsky, and many other people. Now we find out, and, and this, this is something as I was writing for Wisconsin Christian News, you know, it's very difficult to go through, like I said, uh, uh, well north of 10,000 emails and email threads. Come to find out, there is a company that has been identified as Metabiota. Well, Metabiota happens to be, and if I, let me just grab my notes here, uh, the proximity, if you will, between the Biden family, specifically Hunter Biden, and the origin of COVID-19, as they call it, or um, SARS-CoV-2. It's almost too convenient if, 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 you, if you look at this. Very quickly, Rosemont Seneca Technology Partners, which was an offshoot of Rosemont Capital, which is an investment fund founded by Biden, that's Hunter Biden, and John Kerry's stepson back in 2009, counted Biden as a managing director, and they were among the companies listed within the series of emails on archive versions of the firm's portfolio is actually Metabiota, which is a San Francisco-based company that purports to track and analyze and detect emerging infectious diseases. Okay, now with that, financial reports show that the Rosemont Seneca Technology Partners led the company's first round of funding, which amounted to some $30 million. And, and by the way, in terms of the laptop, evidence that I've written about for Wisconsin Christian News, and I'm, I'll tell you right now, <coughs> excuse me, shows bank accounts and commingled funds with, from Hunter Biden and overlapping into Joe Biden, the, 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 the big guy. The big guy, right. Yeah. Which, by the way, he's referred to, and in the laptop, you'll you'll see uh, email saying, don't mention him by name. So he's either the big guy or Celtic, okay, when you look at the hard drive. So um, I, I'm, I'm, I found, and, and Peter Schweitzer has verified this, some $31 million in uh, uh, Chinese commingle, or funds from China, commingled funds originating from four Chinese businessmen who are connected to the Chinese Communist Party directly, uh, some $5 million from Ukraine, $4 million from Russia, and uh, five additional million dollars in a temporary non-repayable loan from China. So all of this together, and, and by the way, for some reason, 
uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland has refused to appoint a special counsel to look into this. Um, the case for a special counsel is absolutely clear in this case, uh, uh, but because the influence peddling, however, is the core and common practice in D.C., but again, uh, this multi-million dollar influence peddling scheme is is uh, what I believe is going to take down Joseph Biden. So how does this all connect to Ukraine and, and, and um, laptop? If you look at the, there's a map of, uh, well, we can, we can use that right there. <clears throat> the, uh, what's what you see on your screen, <clears throat> excuse me. That is verification of a Department of Defense contract with uh, Metabiota, which again is intertwined with Rosemont Seneca Technology Partners or Hunter Biden's firm. So in other words, money is being paid from and to uh, uh, the Department of Defense or from the Department of Defense to uh, Metabiota, but through the Hunter Biden maze of companies, including Rosemont Seneca. And financial reports reveal that very thing. Now, you'd have to subpoena bank accounts to see if the big guy or Celtic or whoever got any of that money. Uh, but that, that would even be kind of a really not an issue. But when you look at Metabiota on the laptop and you start taking apart the emails, and I'm talking literally hundreds of emails, and my eyes are bleeding. I mean, you know, I'm kidding. But I mean, it's just, it's incredible. One here on the screen that you can see. This is an attempt to ensure the legitimacy of Metabiota. And this is by one of the uh, uh, people with Metabiota saying, hey, Guys, meaning this was, I believe, sent to, if you want to scroll up a little bit, I think this was sent to Hunter and some other people, Devin Archer, which is uh, um, Hunter Biden. So it was sent to Hunter Biden, Rob Walker, uh, uh, Devin Archer, who, by the way, was a partner in Rosemont Seneca with uh, Hunter Biden. This is an attempt to legitimize or to verify the legitimacy of Metabiota that you're hearing now all over the place. On, on well, maybe you're not, but you should be hearing uh, at least in conservative outlets. This is the linchpin for the map that I, I, I sent to you of the bio labs that exist in Ukraine. Okay, so there are at least 11 bioweapons laboratories that exist in Ukraine. Now, I know I'm jumping around here a little bit, but... Let's let's just back up here just briefly, Doug, and explain to us what Metabiota actually does or did or was supposed to do. Okay. And, oh. then, and then we do have a question from the audience here. Okay. Meta, uh, Metabiota, just to, just to be clear, is a Department of Defense contractor. They specialize in research on pandemic-causing diseases the same diseases that could be used as bioweapons. There you and go. So when you look, again, when you look at this coronavirus and, you, and, and you, uh, this outbreak, and you see the relationships that are built throughout the years from 08, 09 through, uh, I think the laptop end, I, I can't remember exactly what year it ended, but um, pretty close to 2019. Uh, you'll you'll see this overlap between Defense Department government contractors and politicians, especially those we consider globalists, and the production of this pandemic, and more importantly, these steps to handle it, including lockdowns and uh, 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 shutting down the economy. So, if I were to fast forward in 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 terms of time here. Um, what the intent here, I believe, is ultimately is using the pandemic. What happened during the pandemic? Of course, uh, people were, quote, locked down. They couldn't travel. They couldn't go out. They couldn't go to work. They were prevented from doing so. So the uh, oil production, for example, in one case, I mean, just using one example, uh, the oil consumption dropped precipitously. And that lowered the also lowered the velocity of money into uh, within the country. That's the economic impact of this pandemic. Now that that's kind of subsided, you're looking at Ukraine. 
okay, which Ukraine, as I mentioned before, Hillary Clinton, Russia, reset button. The Biden uh, regime as vice president and Hillary Clinton's uh, vice president, while she was uh, uh, while she was the secretary of state, and they were vice president, he was vice president at the same time. What we're seeing here is this uh, this funding of munitions to Ukraine against Russia in order to take out the Russian economy by making Russia uh, and, and the sanctions as well. But to hurt Russia through the weapons transfers and the munitions transfers, but also uh, through the sanctions causing Russia to say, okay, I'm only going to, we're only going to sell oil in rubles or, or gold. Well, that's exactly what we did, what the United States did during the 70s and early, or I'm sorry, during the 80s to uh, take down the Soviet Union. We attacked their currency. Russia through the sanctions, through Joe Biden, through the Biden regime, and through Obama, which, by the way, Obama is coming back now weekly to advise uh, uh, Biden on different things, uh, including affordable health care. But they're attacking our economy by attacking the U.S. dollar. So just to, uh, and I know that's a lot of information, but to connect the dots here really quickly, um, You've got evidence on a laptop of a former VP's son, now the alleged uh, uh, POTUS, of money and influence peddling, of creation of U.S. or Department of Defense financed biolabs in Ukraine, as well as all throughout the world. The, the appearance of a pandemic or, or pandemic that caused the governments of the world to, at the same time, lock everything down, destroy the economy economies of different countries, enrich people like the Bidens, enrich people like the Clintons through the Clinton Global Foundation, through the, uh, 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 and, and others. Meanwhile, taking away the, or destroying the middle class, the attack is against our economy among uh, the greatest attack anyway. And the cover under all of this, the cover for all of this was the, initially was the pandemic now it's the war in uh, in Ukraine, and uh, now we're seeing this intentional, how can I put this, uh, intentional uh, deconstruction or destruction of the United States by way of taking out the dollar, replacing that with an all-seeing digital currency, okay, and using, if, if necessary, additional uh, emerging viruses, because who, who benefits, obviously, places like Metabiota, uh, Bill Gates, government um, uh, agencies, NGOs and such, uh, hemorrhagic fever, perhaps other kinds of viruses to compel compliance and to transition into a global currency, a digital currency, especially here in the United States and all throughout the West. That's This is all working together. You, again, the attack against Russian Russia by way of Ukraine such, uh, um, sucking out the money for uh, having causing Russia to use weapons in Ukraine while we supply the weapons to the Ukrainians, attacking the, the ruble while, uh, just like uh, just like we did back in the uh, days of the Soviet Union, and then the response being cutting off the U.S. dollar from oil purchases, 30% from Russia. That's going to hurt the U.S. dollar. But the cover for all of this is the uh, what we see, you know, before us, the, the, the pandemic, the scandemic, the the war, the you know, the the blood bullets and, and bombs over there uh, have replaced the uh, uh, the stats on, on on case numbers and deaths on COVID or from COVID and uh, other factors. So the goal here again is to go uh, by Klaus Schwab and the other globalists. Klaus Schwab, by the way, uh, admitted the other day his uh, his mentor is Henry Kissinger, and I find it very interesting because Kissinger, speaking of the dollar. Kissinger was a mastermind behind the August 15, 1971 uh, removal of the, of the U.S. dollar, Nixon uh, of the gold standard. And um, so uh, what we saw, what we see, what we're seeing now started back in 71 is being completed here in 2022 and 20 and beyond 2023 and such. So it's a takedown of the United States, takedown of our, our U.S. dollar, a complete surveillance uh, society through digital currency. We don't know exactly what uh, what everyone's doing all the time, or to keep us in compliance through 
the threat of additional uh, pandemics, pandemics, whatever, or real ones to kill off some people. And I know this is hard to believe, but uh, again, this is all mapped out through the government, uh, uh, the global government, uh, global uh, uh, government, uh, yeah, global governance organization, as well as uh, uh, if you go through the laptop, Hunter Biden's laptop, you'll see references made to different things that don't make sense, but in this venue or in this, in using this lens, it does. And of course, what we're seeing today happen in Ukraine. So all of this is combined together. All of this is uh, intended for the destruction of the populace, uh, the depopulation of our planet, the destruction of freedom, and uh, everything else pretty much that you said. And, and we have a history of doing it, the government does, members of the government, and that's where we're at now. Hopefully that means well we have a uh, we have a question from Ray in our audience. Ray, if you'd like to come in. Sure, Doug. Glad to see you here. Um Let's I got see. a question for you, Doug. Uh WikiLeaks a few years ago, he he just did that big dump, right? Now you got Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh, I, I see you right. releasing bits and pieces here and there, and there's no way for us to really look at this piece of material and just make it go uh, wildfire. Is there any chance you could release in a, a larger format or is that too hot of a potato to handle? Excuse me. Um, much of the laptop is already online. Okay. Um, now, um, I'm just trying to think. I, I believe it's located off offshore. I'm going to have to look at the reason we can't do it right now, I mean, we, we can't do it, is that would give really the uh, uh, the FBI, the, the all, all the alphabet agencies, the impetus to come and, and shut us down. I mean, so we're kind of, what we're trying to do uh, through, and you can find this out too, through places like National Pulse, um, or, uh, publications National Pulse, Revolver, uh, you'll be able to find the largest, the, the most, uh, most of what's on the laptop. Because some of the stuff, frankly, is child porn. I mean, there's a lot of pornographic stuff on there, a lot of perverse stuff that if I would publish that, I would be in jail. Now, other, you know, hey, he, he, Hunter Biden's not in jail. He should be, in my view. The, the, the child pornography on there is just, is sickening. Why isn't he in jail? Well, you know, the FBI has had this information for two years and they've done nothing with it. So there's a purpose that they're bringing it out at this time. Um, like you said, Doug, they need to get rid of Joe Biden. Right. Um, and I think I think they will. But again, with the, what they intend to bring in, I think it's going to be a lot worse. And I don't I don't pretend to know what what comes after that. But I I suspect it's going to be a lot worse. But I, I, where we're at right now, it's just with Ukraine. In the bio labs, just two years ago, for example, the laptop, everybody, there were, what, 51 intelligence agents that signed on to a letter saying the laptop was Russian disinformation. The Every every media outlet, including, I believe, Fox News, said it was Russian disinformation or they didn't comment on it. Now they're saying, okay, yeah, it's real, but they're not talking about the contents of it. Why not? Why aren't they talking? Why are they saying, yeah, okay, it wasn't Russian disinformation. It's actual, it's genuine. But why not address the contents like uh, like I was asked? You, you know, why not Why not dump it all out there minus the uh, illegal stuff? But again, to go through it, would be, it's three terabytes, I believe. Um, well, okay. you know, uh, Doug, I get, I get so much email every day. It takes me literally two hours to just triage the email in the morning before I can even start working. But one of the things that came across uh, last week, maybe the week before, um, was a documentary really laying out the Hunter Biden story and the laptop and and everything that's contained in it. Um, And it's broken down into segments. So these video clips are only like 20, 25 minutes long, and there's four or five of them. I'm going to see if we can put those in the show notes for today so people can look at them. They're excellent, but they're just too long for us to show on the program. But, um, and I, I think I, I think I forwarded those to you. You did. You had, you had time you to look at them. But. I, I did. And I, and I saw some of those before you did, but, but um, 
I, I think two of them, but but they're very they're very good, and I would urge everyone to to watch those documentaries or that collage. I, I, and again, you, you know, I I can't help but but really appreciate the fact that Wisconsin Christian News, the publication itself, had the integrity and and courage to publish what I wrote when in fact it was it was all thought of as fake news or Russian disinformation. So I thank you for that. And I think a lot of people who now looking back over what the last year of me running about this are saying, okay, wow, Wisconsin Christian News, they were ahead of the head of the curve on this. And, and I think, you know, uh, kudos to, to uh, WCN and, and your courage and integrity for carrying Well, that. I uh, very much appreciate your investigation. <laughs> Every month you've got something that uh, makes our front page just about so. Um, yeah. All right, so Ukraine, Russia, why don't we throw up that map um, just so that people understand where Ukraine is? Nope, not that map. Nope. Not, not, not that one. <laughs> throw up the one. That, nope, not that map. There you go. There you go. That's what we're talking about. So that is the cesspool of corruption. <laughs> there it is. Why don't we show the one showing the size of Ukraine compared to the U United States? Okay, so start New York. Doesn't quite reach us here, but um, I think you're pretty much covered there, uh, Doug. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say so. And, and you know, the, when you, when you look at uh, Ukraine, and this should give people an idea of what of of what were what's being fought or the elements of the fight. But this entire conflict, I believe, is the tr is a trap designed by the globalist deep state to provoke a world war. And how great would that be in terms of the globalists? The West. For example, they know that expanding NATO, which has been discussed here, would upset Russia, but it's doing it anyway, despite previously saying it wouldn't. That's a big thing. And NATO and other countries were pouring ammunition into and munitions into Ukraine. We're violating international law. This is making Ukraine even more of a tinderbox. Um, many economic factors, as I said, Ukraine is an oligarch's playground. Uh, the gas pipelines, the biolabs, the technologies. It, it, Ukraine is very attractive to outside parties. And Zelensky, I should add, is corrupt in terms of he himself is a puppet of Klaus Schwab. And he is a proponent of the Great Reset. He's selling out Ukraine to the West and not preventing, as a matter of fact, neo-Nazis who are in Ukraine, uh, trained by the U.S. from wreaking havoc on Russian-speaking Ukrainians. A lot of deaths we're seeing there are from internal conflict, tribal conflicts, as opposed to Russia versus Ukraine, or vice versa. And Biden, bringing this back, has been tied to Ukraine since his time as Obama's vice president. It's some honor, again, Ukrainian energy company, which we didn't talk about, is Burisma. But again, I wrote about it in Wisconsin Christian News. If you go back real quick, uh, <clears throat> the color revolution in Ukraine, uh, backed by George Soros and other Western groups, uh, uh, that took place in, what, 2013, 2014, uh, the, the Maidan Revolution and such. So when you look at all of the rhetoric that's around Ukraine right now, and that's being ratcheted up over the last several months by Zelensky in the West about nuclear and atomic weapons, you know, we're close to a, threat, a very threatening, we're at a very threatening moment. And uh, Putin is uh, looking and saying, you know, what are you guys doing, man? And lastly, the media can't be relied on the report what's going on in Ukraine. Uh, anything you see on social media, I would question 100% because we don't know really what is taking place. And I believe that we in the West need to return to uh, to our Lord and Savior in order to uh, seek guidance and peaceful relations with Russia so everyone can live in harmony. And uh, we, I think we need to repent for what, uh, what we've done. Absolutely. Well, you know, they're not going to let a, uh, a good crisis go to waste, um, whether it be World War III or, which they'd love to have, or possibly another distraction here in the U.S. that can be blamed on Russia, a false flag, uh, a nuclear explosion, localized, a dirty bomb, 
possibly a cyber attack on our infrastructure, communications, um, energy. So they're going to utilize this situation for their globalist purposes, aren't? Are they not? They will, and they are, and uh, they have been. So, you know, going back again, going back into the '09 time period uh, with Obama, this this is Obama's fundamental change to the West, specifically America. But this is also an extension of the Obama foreign policy. Remember, Obama was, well, Obama was the front for the architects of things like the Arab Spring, things like, um, uh, well, all the fundamental changes we, we saw over the, the two terms. Um, so, yes, I mean, the, the destruction that is about to happen, the chaos that, that, that's about to take place, I believe, are, are, is really going to be uh, significant and people will... Uh, they'll be begging just like they just like fear made them made some beg for the mutagenic shots uh people will be begging for safety and security well and we're we're being groomed right now for uh you know acceptance of socialism on a on a grand scale um even in the small city where i live um there are several smaller suburbs that kind of surround it one of the suburbs has recently had problems with their water. Okay. Um, they're not saying that it's, it's not safe to drink, but they're saying it's, you know, maybe better, you know, give it a, give it a month or two um, before you consume gallons of it. So meanwhile, they're handing out free water. And um, I'm not on Facebook or, or really any social media. I'm on MeWe and, and Wimkin, which <laughs> I'm not really on any social media. But we do have a local thing called Nextdoor where it's, uh, it's, it's, I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's community-oriented. Yep. Yep. Well, so they start handing out the free water. Every, every family gets a, a free case of water every day until this thing is resolved. And um, the other day there was a thing on there and people were just whining and complaining and, you know, because they ran out of water at three in the afternoon. Um, so that these certain people didn't get their water. They're lining up for the water already. Um, not to mention another thing I saw speaking to next door. I know I'm going down a, a rabbit trail here, but. Um, somebody posted something about the upcoming Pride Festival that they're having here in our city. And uh, one person kind of pushed back against that and said that this is nothing that we should be proud of. And the, um, the response from the rest of the people on that thread was just amazing. One of them said, you know, bigots like you, you, you better be careful because bigots like you could end up losing your job for comments like that. And bigots like you don't, don't deserve to have a job um, if, you, if you have that kind of an opinion. So the country's pretty much shot, isn't it, Doug? Yeah, um, and, and I, I believe the only way to win in social media is not to play. Okay, I would. I have. Yeah, I wasn't playing. I was just watching and and in amazement that people were. That's right. It, so upset it, they didn't get their free case of water that day. And, and you know, um, that's the that's the thing. I, I recently recently saw a graph of of the age group uh, age groups by I don't know by by definition I suppose boomers and you know baby boomers millennials Gen Xers and stuff and. Um, the graph showed this progression up to the current generation where 20% now agree with or embrace the trans movement or different uh, types of perversity that we once felt that we once took, uh, described as mental health problems. And that has overtaken our society. And that's another, you had mentioned Saul Alinsky in the beginning. That's another attack on the West, Western values and principles. Just as and that's just as much as the economic attacks are, or so they're they're eroding our country. They, meaning the communist, socialist, globalists, and uh, uh, 
people like that, they're eroding our values. They're taking us away from um, our what made us great in the beginning. But specifically, they're taking away our faith. They're taking or trying to take away our faith. They're trying to take away our uh, worship of, of Jesus Christ. I believe that is, when I look at things like this, I think that soon, I don't know how soon soon is, but soon it's going to be illegal to own a Bible. It's going to be illegal to worship Jesus Christ. I mean, it, to me, it's it's no coincidence that in Canada, Arthur Pulaski, the uh, the pastor up there, and other pastors have been arrested for for merely trying to uh, preach about the gospel and about Jesus Christ. There, there's no other issue there except uh, the issues that are made up by the government. That's coming here, and we have to stand firm and stand strong and be willing to take the hit necessarily uh, if we, if we have to, uh, and refuse not or refuse to. Um, to uh, acquiesce into their wishes that we don't preach, we don't uh, minister to others, and, and, and we don't worship. That, but they're coming after our faith. They, they said as much at the World Economic or World uh, uh, Government Summit in the, at the end of March. You can find that online. It's 14 hours of, of video that'll make your head spin. But uh, uh, I got through 13 and a half hours of it. But uh, they, they, they want to define what your what our faith is. And that, that's well, you know, that's going to have to be up to us, Doug, because in my estimation, our pastors and our churches have failed. Yep. Um, I'm going to have George Barna on the show here in a few weeks. And uh, one of the polls that he did found 76% now of Protestants now agree with uh, sodomite so-called marriage. Just another alternative lifestyle. 76%. So we'll be discussing that, but uh, I, I don't. I mean, it blows your mind. It just—I don't know. I you know, know what... um, the attack really. And when when I listen to or when I watch the uh, the live stream from the world uh, government uh, or the world uh, world government summit, they specifically mentioned again defining what our culture should be. And our faith should be. And that was so disturbing to me to see that and to hear that. How it can, you know, and, and, then, we, and then what we see taking place here with, with the attacks um, uh, on our children, forcing them into curriculum or curricula that, that uh, teaches different genders against the science, with the, you know, the normal principles of science. So these are attacks against our faith, ultimately, and uh, our God, I believe. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're on the verge of a civil war between Disney and the state of Florida because of <laughs> DeSantis uh, trying to protect little kids uh, you, you know, from this indoctrination. So, um, and, and, But people don't, I mean, I can tell on social media, because I'm on our social media, I've got computers everywhere, things going on. And I could tell when people don't, they haven't read the bill. I mean, just don't say gay bill. It's it, The word gay doesn't even appear in the bill. The bill simply says you don't teach sex ed, sex ed to anyone from uh, pre-K to third grade. That's it. I mean, in a nutshell. But, yeah, but you know, yeah. what's wrong with that? But people yeah. don't, don't get that. Well, we just had, what, 108, uh, 119 uh, Disney employees arrested for child trafficking and uh, uh, child pornography and you name it. So yeah. before we run out of time, we're down to about 11 minutes here. Um, I want to talk about the, the coming digital currency. Um, what happens when all of our accounts, our 401ks, retirement funds, pensions, savings accounts, checking accounts, everything just suddenly goes to zero overnight? And that's, I, I hate to say it, but I think that's coming sooner rather than later because they're going to have to do this great reset all at once. We're going to wake up one day, the bank is going to be closed and the ATM isn't going to work. Uh, stores are not going to take your, your paper money. Um, what do we do? People talk well, about silver and gold, but 
you can have, you know, I, I, I can have a handful of uh, silver eagles. Am I going to be able to go to Sam's club and buy what I need? I, I don't think so. <laughs> so. But, but you know, that's the ultimate form of surveillance and control. And, and, and Rob, I think that that's what, what I really wanted to get to initially. And what I was getting to initially is the, uh, the pandemic, the, the pandemic being the cover for the implosion of, of the economy. We've printed ourselves into oblivion, into irrelevance. The fiat dollar that we have is virtually worthless. There's nothing holding it up. The only thing that's holding it up right now is it's tied to the free flow of oil across the globe. But that's changing because of what Russia's doing and saying, okay, well, we're just going to take gold or rubles or the yuan. Okay, so having said that, imagine, and, and how can people, for example, people uh, cite the uh, World Economic Forum saying, well, in 2030, you'll own nothing and be happy. How does that happen? Well, uh, imagine being a Christian, not wanting any kind of uh, uh, chip or being monitored by, by digital currency or even being a, a conservative. Uh, uh, imagine having a fistful of, of dollars or hundred dollar bills that, that's worth nothing that you can't and even if there was a slight worth them you, you can't use them no one will take them how are you going to pay your property taxes how are you going to even if your house is paid off how can you pay your property taxes how are you going to buy food so everything's going to be digitized um it'll sound really good i think at least to some people about well it's safe it's identified only to you and uh no one can hack it it's uh, uh and they spoke about this at the at the, at the summit uh the world government summit so that's how i believe that they are going to uh uh compel our compliance is to is to have everyone use digital currency and the only way out of this is not to participate so what do we do if we don't participate we we establish a parallel economy we are we establish a parallel existence we get we go off the grid we don't participate in that and that's for for christians and conservatives and and undesirable whatever whoever it might be whoever does not want to do that and yeah we're going to be making some sacrifices but then again we're going to be ta- to retaking back our um culture and, and and our society as we once knew it but with not without a lot of fight from the other side that's just but, but surveillance panopticon will be the consequence of a digital currency. Well, yeah, you're absolutely correct. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be fun because um, when they zero out, zero out our accounts, um, they're not going to zero out our debts. So we're going to have no money, but we're still going to have a mortgage. We're still going to have, you know, taxes to pay. Yeah. So this is this is how they get to the point where you own nothing, and right. how you're happy about it is you get your universal basic income, you get your free case of water a day per family, unless they run out, you know, at three o'clock and yeah. yeah. So yeah, and, and you make a great point. I, I think the universal basic income. Uh, I was talking to someone you had mentioned in the show notes about about the food shortages. I was talking with. Uh, someone who was saying, you know what, uh, the long-term storable food plant uh, production facilities here in America, there are several, numerous actually, uh, of these facilities who cannot get anyone to work. And my question was, why not? You know, is it bad work? No, they, they are getting so much from the government right now that they don't have to work. There's no, there's no need to work. And this is That's across every industry, Doug. Um, right. every, everywhere I go, they're hiring and they're hiring good. I mean, you know, 18-year-old kids making $22 an hour to start with a signing bonus. <laughs> yeah, 5000 Come on. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, and, and Rob, I, I'll tell you what. I, did you ever think you would live to see the day, that, the days that we're living in right now? I mean, I, we're so close, aren't we? To- yeah, I, I would say. I would say. Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. But... Um, yeah, so um, we are going to have to establish that parallel existence. Yeah. Um, 
but people are not going to be ready. I mean, we've been warning uh, on prepping for years and, uh, and people aren't doing it. So, well, my advice is have something you can barter with because you're going to need to be doing some trades on some things. And, you know, it's not too late for people, Rob, because I do a lot of these programs and by the end of the show, people say, wow, you know, I guess, I guess I'm just going to go home, you know, with the, be with God. Um, I guess there's nothing I can do. And, and there, there's, there are things you can do. And I think that attitude too, I don't like to leave people with a, with an attitude of helplessness and hopelessness. Um, because, you know, I've got grandchildren, I've got children, grandchildren, and I'll tell you what, I, I want to leave them as prepared as possible, as knowledgeable as possible about what's to come in the event of my demise or, you know, absence uh, when I'm no longer here. So right. we can do this. It's going to take a lot of effort on our part and a lot of work, but, but you know what? We can, uh, we can, we can grow our own food. Even if we live in an apartment, we can, uh, we can do things that'll get us through the rough times and, until such time as God calls us home, I believe. So don't lose hope out there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Mike Adams did a, uh, a video, I think yesterday, uh, where he went to the dollar store and bought uh, $40 worth of stuff. The dollar actually still buys a few things right now. So now is the time to start thinking about these things because um, I don't know about you, Doug, but I think uh, things are going to get kind of hot toward the end of the middle or end of the year. Um, interestingly, he went to the dollar store but the dollar store isn't really the dollar store anymore. Now everything is a dollar twenty-five. So, but that was an interesting video. I would have shown it, but we didn't have time. <laughs> but that that was a. By the way, that was a great uh, video, and I would urge everyone to to watch that if you have the opportunity. But but you know what? Yes, there is some value left in the dollar, although it's you know, wow. Uh, and what people can do to prepare too. Folks, uh, invest in tangible assets, I believe. Make sure you've got food first and water. It's important. Without water, you're going to die in three days. Without food, you're going to die. I don't know. Uh, in my case, it might be several weeks because I got enough to, fat to, get, to last me. But the fact of the matter is, prepare, buy tangible assets, food first, food and water first. Uh, hey, precious metals, if that's your desire, I would stay away from crypto because no matter what they say, this is my view. I'm not, no, no financial advice here. Uh, my view is they could turn off that switch and you got nothing. Yep, uh, yep. You know, so, and, and just uh, learn how to homestead yourself. And if you're too old, go in with somebody. You know, have somebody help you. Well, uh, I think over the weekend, the uh, uh, price of uh, food in Germany rose 50%, if I'm correct. Is that right? That is absolutely correct. Anywhere between 20 and 50, 20 on the low side for certain items, but the majority in the, the most 50%, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's coming here. Um, any last thoughts, Doug? We're down to about a, a minute here. Well, if I can just say this, uh, anyone watching, please do, do us a favor. Uh, do me a favor anyway. Tell others about this program. Tell others about Wisconsin Christian News. And, and one last favor, please, please, please. We need to keep getting Wisconsin Christian News. So please donate and support Wisconsin Christian News um, because I love this paper and I would be really sad without it. And I appreciate you. Thank you. Well, I appreciate all your work and you have a deadline coming up for a new article here soon. Uh, oh. It's actually this Friday, but um, <laughs> something to shoot for. Yeah, I, I, I always uh, I always miss that by uh, by by more than a hair, and I apologize. Well, well uh, we we save you we save your page for you. So, anyway, it's Hagman Report H A G M A N N Report dot com, or you can find them on Rumble too. Um, also, for our show, we we are on um, we're on Rumble, but we're also on a variety of podcast places. And uh, Spencer, our producer. I sent me a list of those and um, it's a big list. So your favorite podcast location, you can listen to the audio of these programs there as well. So 
We uh, will see you next week on WCN-TV. I don't have my notes, so I don't remember who the guest is, but he's really good, so don't miss it. We'll see you then. Thanks. Have a good day. Thank you.